It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Wednesday, hump day. Made it to November. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Hump day. Solo today, except for my man Scooter Dingus. What's up, Scoots? Basically solo. How's I'm it sorry, going? did you say something? Yeah, I'm flying solo today. <laughs> it is Wednesday, November 1st. You have a nice Halloween? You got a lot of candy? I did. No, I didn't get a lot of candy. Didn't get any trick-or-treaters. Had a nice, quiet evening at the house, although my house was like 62 degrees, so a little cold. Oh had, to, had to turn on the heat last Don't night. Don't start with me on my wife. <laughs> God love her. I sound like it. My wife... <laughs> is apparently warm-blooded because mm. I will, I went to bed two nights ago and was laughing when I got in bed. She's asleep already. It was so cold. And I'm not in charge of the thermostat. I'm not. I don't want the job. If I turn it on the heat, she's going to get angry, so I let it go. I woke up shivering <laughs> yesterday morning. I went out, and the thermostat said 61 degrees. And I said, can we please, please just turn the heat on? I don't care if you turn it up to 64. Just turn it on. Uh, she relented. God love her. Uh, I thought you were going to say she told you to put more clothes on. No. Well, she always tells me that. But <laughs> uh, We, by the way, she does this every year too. God love her. She buys so much candy and we get five trick-or-treaters, mm. maybe seven. We're on a busy street. It's not a small neighborhood where kids, you know, parents don't want their kids on this street. It's a little busy. It's a 35 mile an hour speed limit, and all of that nonsense. But so now I got all this candy left over. Look, Bummer. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining. If It'll you need to get a, rid of any, I'm, you know where to find me. Well, you got some right there next to your desk. That's true. But that's, I don't know. We're running out of chocolate options in there. <laughs> not a Skittles guy. Huh? <laughs> we're down to the Skittles and Starburst. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Eminem Carnage Hotline's open. We will talk about sports before the hour is over. 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well. 502-414-1450. Hey, I, got, I got my uh, my 32-ounce fountain drink next door here on the way to the show. Uh, you can stop by Thornton's yourself. 32 ounces or less, 89 cents. 89 cents plus tax. Do what I do. Walk up in front of everybody. Just drop a dollar on the counter and walk out. Uh, the patrons kind of look at you funny. But John, there's been some speculation around Big X. Do you actually do that? Yes, I did it this morning. I do it every. <laughs> I do it every time. We were we were debating last and week if, if I have, you actually if do I have that. four quarters, I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, look, I don't have time to stand in line at a Thornton's. While Joe Crazy's up there getting lottery tickets and cigarettes, but you Come don't on. you don't feel like you're uh, just cutting the line, acting like you're better than everybody else by uh, doing that. I would expect anybody else to do the same. If somebody did that, if I had a five dollar bill, mm -hmm. I was going to have to get changed. If somebody did that to me, I'd say, "Good on you." Okay. Go, go ahead. No, exact change is exact change is the greatest thing in the world. Just go up. Here's what I got. Here's my money. I'm out of here. I don't want any change. Just uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Had to ask. And somebody else wants to do it? Good. good. I'm happy with it. Scooter spread selections today. God, do we have to? You you can you can tap out right now. 
<laughs> I can't finish I don't 19 think you're, under 500. I don't think you're a quitter, but if you want to tap out, you can tap out. No, we're doing it. I've, I've got to at right. least claw to get back to 500. 5, 10, and 1 last week after I predicted a big week. I wish you'd have gone 5 and 11 because I could have just said, well, yeah, I picked him to go 11 and 5, losers 11, winners 5. That's the I, thing. I, you got in my head last week. Oh, I got feel more head. confident yeah, than me. I was. He will have an opportunity Friday to flip them if he likes. But um, there's some there's some gettable games here, I think, this week in the yeah, NFL. For sure. Uh, who had Taylor Heineke against Jalen Hall, Minnesota-Atlanta quarterbacks this week? Because that's what you're going to get. Desmond Ritter has been benched by the Falcons. Taylor Heineke will get the start. The uh, Vikings did pick up Josh Hobbs from Arizona yesterday at the trade deadline. He won't start this week, but Josh Hobbs has started some games in Arizona. He'll be a Viking now. They'll go with Jalen Hall. Did you say Hobbs? Josh Hobbs. Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. <laughs> I've got Josh Dobbs written down. Why did I say Hobbs? <laughs> oh, my God. It's that cold weather in my house. Does that mean – so Dobbs getting traded, does that mean Kyler's coming back? Uh, Yes. Kyle, not this week, but he's close. So why are they I, – I read an article yesterday. They're going to start Clayton Toon, their rookie. Yeah, they're one and seven. Look, close is not good enough. He's got to be yeah. fully healthy. And, you know, I really thought there was a shot they trade him yesterday. I don't think anybody wanted to deal with that contract. Mm -hmm. Nobody wanted that contract. They wanted to get rid of him. It didn't work. So now they're just going to have to let him play. That's the bottom line. Uh, the big news overnight, of course, the Raiders firing Josh McDaniels. Happy Halloween in Las Vegas. Uh, the coach and general manager, McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler both fired after the Raiders start three and five. McDaniels was nine and sixteen in his tenure with uh, Las Vegas slash Oakland. Uh, he was eleven and seventeen with Denver back in the late part of the noughts, oh nine and oh ten. So uh, the Raiders promote a, an assistant as interim head coach. You don't see this a lot middle of the season. Uh, we saw it with Urban Meyer. You, you see it maybe once every couple of years where uh, the owner just says, that's it, we're cleaning house. It's not even a bye week for Vegas. They got to play this week, and they still fire their coach. Aiden O'Connell, will the Purdue Boilermaker, will get the start for the Raiders for the foreseeable future. Jimmy Garoppolo has officially been benched. In case you were wondering, which maybe you were, maybe you weren't, Josh McDaniels, Mike McDaniels, no relation. You know, I never was wondering. Looked that up this morning. But that's a that's a good one. I'm gonna hang on. Props <laughs> for Scooter. Yes. Good call there. Let's go to the speaking of calls, let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. David, how are you on this uh, Wednesday? Well, sure. so um, I guess the one thing is This could be it tonight. I'd be surprised if they won another game, talking about Arizona. Texas yeah. is on a roll right now. They're just feeling really good about themselves. However, I think, Scooter, I think I said when Philadelphia beat Arizona 10 nothing and went up two games to none, uh, I thought that was over, too. That's true. So, I thought, yeah. It's baseball, David, and I say that all the time. It's baseball. We didn't expect Texas and Arizona to be in the World Series. We don't expect Arizona oh. to come back in this series, but you never know. 
is correct. Game five tonight, yeah. 8.03 on Fox. The yeah. game one starters, Nathan Evaldi for Texas, Zach Gallen for um, Arizona will go uh, in a game that the Texas won, come from behind fashion in game one. By the way, if you're a betting man, and I am, it is minus 110 both ways. So Vegas has it even tonight in game five. Oh, wow. But I don't, you know, I don't expect it to go back. Here's the thing. Texas fans would love it to come back home. Game six, win it at home, get your first championship in front of the home crowd. Bruce Bochy couldn't care less about that. Bruce Bochy, the yeah. manager of the Rangers, wants to get this thing over with tonight. I think I would agree with Bruce yeah. Bochy. I'll try to get it over as soon as you can because you just don't know. Arizona, you know, won, the, Arizona won the last like two games said, like, in Philadelphia. When, when Texas, well, I think, too, I think if look at the Texas Houston series, I mean, uh, I think it was like, you know, when, when Houston was playing in Texas, Houston found the way and they won the game in Texas. And got them, you know, kind of on that road. You figured, okay, the Astros, but Texas had to go on the road. And it seems like they've been the best team on the road. Yeah, the they're 10-0. Try to wrap it up on the road if you can. They're 10-0 on the road in the postseason. That's unheard yeah. of. Pe- teams don't win 10 in a row in the regular season on the road, no matter how good they are, no matter how bad the team is they're playing. This is the World Series. This was the AL yeah. Championship Series. They are 10-0 and 0 on the road. That's un- that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is, that is, that, that's the mental toughness there. If you could build a team, you know, with that character, you know, to, to win every game away from home. You know, that, that's the mental character right there. You're, you're absolutely right. Thank you for the call, David. I appreciate it as always. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Texas 11, Arizona 7 last night. It was 10 nothing after 3. How'd that under go for you, Scoots? Nah, it didn't go very well. You got lucky, old man. <laughs> Says T.J. Walker. Uh, <laughs> That's what he told me. To tell yeah, you. I know. It, it, but I'll say this. If Texas up 3-1, if we've learned anything in this playoff, it's not over. A team that goes up 3-1 in the World Series has won 42 out of 49 World Series. Uh, let's see, divide that by seven. That's six out of every seven. I did a little math there, a little factoring. Um, that's six out of every seven. So that tells you Texas is a phenomenal favorite now to finish off this World Series. Maybe tonight, maybe Friday night, maybe they got to go game seven. However, seven times it has happened, the most recent, my Chicago Cubs in 2016 erased a 3-1 deficit and beat Cleveland, the Indians at the time. But it doesn't happen very often. Um, but again, if we've learned anything, never say never here. I thought the Phillies had the Diamondbacks behind the eight ball. They were going home with a 3-2 lead. Diamondbacks somehow win that series. Texas got five in the second inning, five in the third inning. Marcus Simeon, Homer, three RBI, three uh, Homer triple, five RBIs last night. Corey Seager hit another home run, his third in the uh, World Series a two-run homer. He's got six RBIs in the World Series. If they go on to win tonight, Corey Seager is going to be your World Series MVP. I talked with Tony yesterday on the air about this. He should be the AL MVP. He should. His numbers are incredible. The only thing he didn't do that Otani did pitch. was pitch. And the one thing he pitch did well. do that Otani didn't do was take his team to the playoffs. So he should be the MVP in my opinion. Again, 8.03 tonight on Fox. Uh, this could be the final night 
of the baseball season. Do you think it will, Scoot? I've kind of gone back and forth on the whole thing. I mean, I've I've been wrong the entirety of the MLB playoffs, so don't take my word for it. But I I think Arizona gets it done tonight. I got it goes a lo- to six. So you think it goes to six? I do. I took Texas last night and gave the run and a half. I worked out. Uh, it did. Arizona, look, Arizona got six runs in the last two innings. They were trying really. They tried hard. That's what Tony was. They tried hard. Take it easy, Kenny Payne. They did try hard. Oh, uh, I meant to do a Josh McDaniels, Kenny Payne comparison earlier, but <laughs> David called and I got off on a, on a little rant there. Uh, here's a long text for you, Scoots. Ready. For Scooter. This is for you. Wow. Okay. Just go with every NFL dog. Take the points. Last year, dogs were 150 and 121. Now, with the season almost halfway over, the system may not get you back to 500 since you're in a bit of a hole, but it should improve. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. Big Al and Tony are just playing the system that is proven, usually picking five dogs with the points. They need, they just need to pick the right five. They'd be better off picking every game, every dog. NFL dogs always outperform favorites. All right. Well, there's no need to do scooter spread selections. Give me all the underdogs this week. Uh, I've got an hour to fill, so we're going to go game by game. Now, you can take the underdog in every game if you want to, but we're going to go game by game. I'm not, I can tell you right now, I'm not taking every underdog because I'm taking the Steelers. Uh, are the Steelers actually favorite over they somebody are. tomorrow Three. night? Tennessee. You're against, Tennessee against, Titans. You're going against the performance of Will Levis? He can't week? do that again. Oh. He's going to be staring right down the eyes of T.J. Oh, Watt. Oh, the non-believers. It's incredible the the number of non-believers. Who y'all didn't they play Atlanta? You all. Yeah, you're part of the team. Um, <laughs> I don't know who Tennessee played last week. Yes, they played Atlanta. Okay, yeah, yeah. they did, and they won handily. And Will Evans is a, in my opinion, future star in the NFL. I don't disagree with. He's that. not going to throw four with no picks tomorrow. But he is I'll, not. I'll give you that. He's not going to be a star tomorrow night. Tell you that right now. Well, you told me Texas Arizona was going to go under <laughs> nine and a half and they scored 18 runs. So I don't know. I don't know if I should listen to you or not. Well, I know if I should listen to you or not. Uh, back to the Raiders firing uh, Josh McDaniels and the comparison to Kenny Payne. I heard this today and I've said this before. Some people are not meant to be head coaches, they're just not. Josh McDaniels is not meant to be a head coach. Great coordinator. Great offense coordinator with the Patriots and all those championship years. Um, worked well with Brady. But some people just don't want this. Don't, they're not built to be the CEO, right? They're not built to be the CEO. They're built to have a job in the corporation focusing on one portion of the business. And that's what that's who Josh McDaniels is. He doesn't want to deal with special teams. He doesn't want to deal with defense. He's not good at it. He's not good with the media. He's not good with answering questions. You got to deal with the owner when you're the head coach. You got to deal with the general manager. When you're the offensive coordinator or defense coordinator, you got one job. You got one job. I'm going to call plays and I'm going to put this offense together. Do I care about the 24 guys that are defensive players and or special teamers? No, I don't. I care about my 20 guys, 25 guys, whatever it is. That's who. That's all I got to deal with. I don't have to talk to the owner. I don't have to talk to the media. I don't have to deal with the fans. No, they all talk I to have the media. To do, he, he doesn't have to talk to the media like the head coach does right, okay. after a loss. Yeah. 
All I got to do is get this offense ready, put the plays together, get the game plan, offensive game plan together. I'm done. And he's really good at that. Kenny Payne was really good at one-on-one with big men when he was at Kentucky. He made them better. He made DeMarcus Cousins better. He made Anthony Davis better. He was really good at one-on-one individual instruction. He's not a head coach. He's not. He's proven it dramatically, by the way, over the last year and two scrimmages. It's only been a year and two scrimmages. Think about that. Mm -hmm. By the way, Sports Illustrated ranked the teams in Division I, 1 through 362 yesterday. Okay. I'll go over that after the break. It's called a tease Dang it. in the business. That was a good one. That's a good one. You we'll had go me, over. You we'll had me tease. Tell you where all the local teams are and who the top few teams are as well. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Carnage hotline is open 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. Get your text into the show at 502-414-1450. Josh McDaniel fired by the Raiders last night. Happy Halloween, Josh. Along with uh, GM Dave Ziegler. Uh, Josh McDaniel's career head coaching record now 20 and 33. Woof. That is the 29th worst record in NFL history as for a head coach. Who's got the worst? I don't have that. Mm. I know who has the 29th worst. <laughs> but I don't have the the uh the worst. Um yesterday was the trade deadline in the NFL. Chase Young the the Commanders are they're jumping ship here. They're jumping overboard. Chase Young traded to the 49ers. That gives them Chase Young on one side and uh, Bosa on the other side. Nick Bosa. Yikes. San Francisco's defense has struggled the last few weeks. Struggled against the Bengals last week. But, man, which way do I look as a quarterback? Because Bosa's coming from one side, and now Chase Young's going to be coming from the other side. They also traded Montez Sweat, another uh, pass rusher, to the Bears. I don't know what the Bears want somebody for. They're not going to be any good. They but, think they uh, can be. But Washington's cleaning house here. Does that surprise you? No. New ownership. Dan Snyder's gone. It would. What would surprise me is if Ron Rivera's back next year. Riverboat Ron. Get rid of him. I like Ron Rivera. like him a lot. But whenever a new owner buys any team, the coach is in trouble. Because the new owner has a, in his head who he wants to be his head coach. That's just the way it is. So a couple of trades there by the commanders. They seem to be uh, thrown in the towel. The Vikings, I mentioned, traded for Josh Dobbs with a D. Got him from Arizona. Kirk Cousins, of course, out with the torn uh, Achilles. Another one was not. It looked almost exactly like the Aaron Rodgers injury, where he just took a step. You could see the back of his calf just kind of pop out, and you went, oh, gosh, there it is again. Non-contact, and uh, he's done. Remember, he's in the last year of his contract, too, so. Does we'll he go the see route? What happens there? Does he go the route of Aaron Rodgers with rehab? 
Uh, he doesn't have to go as quickly because there's no chance he can make That's it back true. by the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure he'll attack it. Um, I'd tell you what, if you watched quarterback, right, on mm-hmm. Netflix, I like Kirk Cousins a lot more after that show. Same. Um, and, I like, and I like less. I like Patrick Mahomes' wife a lot less. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> um, I will get to the Sports Illustrated top 362 college basketball teams, but the college football rankings came out, first ranking came out last night. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said yesterday, Ohio State's going to be number one. You nailed it. They beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame, and they beat Penn State, and they're undefeated. It was kind of interesting to see this. The top five, all undefeated. The next eight all had one loss. It looked like the committee said, okay, here's the top five teams. Let's put them in order. Here's the next eight. Let's put them in order just based on how many losses they had. Now, James Madison and Air Force are undefeated. They're not in the top 25. So no respect for the non-Power 5 guys that are undefeated. Is that in the case of James Madison? Is that because they can't get yeah, in the playoffs? Yeah, probably. That probably factors in. Uh, they're in their transitional period from D two to D one, uh, just like Bellarmine in basketball can't get in. Why rank them? Uh, but Air Force, you know, look, Air Force eight no. They got their big favorite over Army this weekend. I mean, I don't. You know, are they going to be Georgia or Michigan or Florida State? Probably not. But. Undefeated is undefeated. Next year, when there's a 12-team playoff, this is the perfect year for – next year would be the perfect year for Louisville to be 7-1 and right now. But it's not. They are 13th, by the way. So they are the last of those eight one-loss teams that got stuck in the mix there. Uh, it's Ohio State, number one. Georgia's number two. Why is Georgia number two? Well, their schedule hasn't been the greatest. Best win for Georgia is Kentucky, and Kentucky's been bad ever since Georgia beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do have three top t- top 25 teams in the next three weeks. It starts at home against Missouri this weekend. You think the win over Kentucky is better than the win against Florida? Kentucky it's beat debatable. Florida. Kentucky, yeah. be- Kentucky beat Florida. But Florida also beat Tennessee. So numbers-wise, you kind of go, eh, it's probably six of one, half a dozen of the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those are by far their two best wins, and I mean South Car- and they South Carolina's two and six. They struggled to beat South Carolina. They haven't passed the eye test very well, especially early in the season. Now they did against Florida on Saturday, but early in the year they struggled in games that you thought they shouldn't struggle in. Michigan is third. Obviously, the Michigan Ohio State thing that will work itself out. Florida State is fourth. Uh, then it's Washington and the first one-loss team right after Washington's Oregon. Oregon's looked great since they lost to Washington at Washington in a great game. Washington has looked bad since they beat Oregon. So the committee would love for Washington to lose a game and Oregon to win the Pac-12 and maybe get Oregon into the playoff. They would love that. Um, Texas is seventh. Texas has the best win of the year. The best road win of the year by far at Alabama. They've got the best win on the road that lost Oklahoma kills them. What they needed to happen was Oklahoma to keep winning, which they didn't do at Kansas last week, and then beat Oklahoma in the rematch in the Big 12 title game. That's what they needed to happen. Now Oklahoma's got a loss. They go to Oklahoma State this week. They could lose again. So even if Texas wins the Big 12, the problem they're going to have is The other four power conferences 
have undefeated teams. And if they do, if Georgia's undefeated, if the winner of Ohio State, Michigan's undefeated, Florida State's undefeated, and if Washington's undefeated, then Texas is out. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Uh, again, Louisville 13th, which is two spots higher than their AP ranking. So uh, nothing really surprised me last night. I thought those would be the top five. They are the undefeated Power Five conference schools. Um, Ohio State with the better wins than Georgia has. Michigan's schedule's been terrible. That's why they're behind Georgia. Uh, Florida State is getting a no respect because they're in the ACC and they don't play North Carolina. They don't play Louisville. They will probably play if Louisville can just take care of business here at home. They can. They're they're going to get to the ACC championship game. You know, I was very against the 12-team playoff when it was announced. But, man, looking at this year's World Series with the Rangers and Diamondbacks and a potential 12 teams in a playoff next year, it's going to be real nice to get some new blood in the playoffs, you know? I mean, I mean, it's the same four teams every year. It, it is. It it's is. It's exhausting. But the beauty is that the November games next year are going to matter. They're going to matter. They're going to matter to one-loss teams. They're going to matter to two-loss teams. You know, right now, LSU plays Alabama Saturday. It doesn't mean a whole lot to LSU. It means a whole lot to Alabama. Mm -hmm. LSU can still win the SEC West. They can still beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, and they're not going to the playoff because they got two losses. They got two losses. One of them, just a horrible opening weekend loss against Florida State where they got crushed. Uh, but if they beat Alabama, yeah, they'll move up in the rankings. But that two next to them, when there's only a four-team playoff, that two in the loss column, you're done. You're done. Next year, they wouldn't be done. So this game would be huge. It's a big game anyway. It would be huge. Um, that's what it brings. You get more fan bases. You get more teams that are that have a shot here at this point of the season and in getting into the playoff. And I think uh, the committee finally figured out, hey, you know what? That's more money. That's more TV revenue. I don't know what the holdup was. So Florida State, uh, let's see. I was just looking this up. And then I hit the wrong button. Florida State 6-0. Louisville's 4-1. Virginia Tech's 3-1. Guess who Louisville plays this week? Virginia Tech. Louisville's a 9.5 point favorite, by the way, at home. Georgia Tech's got two losses. Carolina's got two. Miami's 2-2. BC, Louisville beat, they've got two. Duke, Louisville beat, they've got two. NC State, Louisville beat, they've got two. Everybody else has three or four losses in the league. Beat Virginia Tech, that'll knock them out. Then you beat Virginia at home on a Thursday night. You go to Miami. Uh, You may not even have to win that game, although Miami's only got two losses. But you may not have to win that game to get to the – ACC championship game. It's not going to get you the playoff. If you lose to Miami, you have no shot at the playoff. Mm-mm. But if you can win out, win it, win against Kentucky there at the end of the year and beat Florida State in a ACC championship game, some things would obviously have to fall in line here. Georgia would have to get beat a couple times, including by LSU in the ACC championship game or the SEC championship game. Um. Florida State would be out. Well, you need Washington to get beat, which, by the way, I am not. I may not make it part of the six-pack 
I think Southern Cal beats Washington this weekend. Wow. Tony said no way yesterday. You might hear him say no way, no chance. I think SC does it this weekend. People have been on their backs, man. They have been getting ridiculed about their defense and raked over the coals. Lincoln Riley raked over the coals. This is their week. It's college football. That's what happens. All right. The scooter spread selections are coming up. Before I get to that, I do want to talk about Sports Illustrated. They they ranked every college basketball team one to three sixty two. Who do you think's number one, Scoots? Kansas. Kansas. Number two? Take a shot. Michigan State. Duke. Oh, okay. Three is Purdue, then which Mich- I know you love. Then Michigan State. Now four is Tennessee. What? Yeah, I just wrote down the top four. Michigan State's top nine. Kentucky is number 10, second uh, SEC school. Tennessee is fourth. Indiana, if I if I gave you a guess, let's see if you can get within 10 spots here. Uh, probably like 39. 41. I was going to say 41. Very good. Gosh dang it, I was so close to saying but 41. But seventh in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. But 41st in the country. All right. I'm going to give you a range here. Louisville is somewhere between 100 and 150. What? Yeah. Way too high. I was shocked. Don't don't agree with these rankings. There are 362 Division One teams. And you're telling me they're in the top 50%? They lost to Kentucky Wesleyan. Now, this was probably done before that, and that really doesn't factor in because it's an exhibition. But I test, and, and what happened last year, it should factor in. They are between somewhere between 100 and 150. Take I mean, it, with that it. with that range, I have to go 150. Very good. That's a good <laughs> guess. It's 139, which is ridiculous. 14th in the Atlantic Coast Conference. So as I looked at these, there are very few teams outside of the Power Six conferences when you add the Big East in there, in that top 150. Gonzaga's in there. San Diego State's in there. There's a few here and there, but for the most part, it's almost all. Um, power schools. The Bellarmine Knights are 226. So on on uh, almost a hundred spots behind Louisville. What a joke! On November 29th, it'll be 139 versus 226 down at the Yum Center. Give me the money line on 226. <laughs> Bellarmine is picked ninth in the A Sun, and this also might have, like James Madison in football, it might factor in that they can't make the tournament. Maybe so, because. Coaches picked them sixth in the or fifth in the uh, Atlantic Sun preseason media days, and media picked them sixth. So Sports Illustrated's got them ninth in the A Sun. Didn't they lose a bunch of big guys though, Bellarmine? No, they lost Justin Betts. Oh, that's and it. And one other guy who played a little bit, Sam Sam Devault. Bash is still there. Bash is still there. Uh, Garrett Tipton's still there. Peter Suter. Suter's a sophomore from. Uh, Crown Point. Is it Crown Point? I think Carmel. Carmel. Yeah, from Carmel. Um, so, they look, they got some talent. They got some talent, and they got guys that know the system. And that's what Wesleyan had the other night. Guys that have been together for a while, know how to play. And Bellarmine's right there in that boat. So, 226 for Bellarmine, 139 for Louisville, 41st Indiana, and 10th for the Kentucky Wildcats. I don't know what it means. Probably doesn't mean anything means that the guy who wrote this article was drunk, putting it, Louisville that high. Well, it also means when you got to run, when you got to rank 362 teams, you, he probably doesn't have his faculties anymore. 
that's got to be brutal because you got to. I mean, you're ranking teams out of conferences that you never see play. All right, we'll take a break. It's almost time. Hump day every week. Scooter spread selections Woo-hoo. coming up after the break. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Wednesday. Eminem Cartage hotline is open. 384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thorne's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. NBA last night. Knicks beat the Cavs 109-91. Scooter, I bet the Cavs money line last night. Mm. I turned the game on. Darius Garland's not playing. Jared Allen's not playing. They had three starters out. Yikes. Donovan Mitchell had 26, but he couldn't score 86. Uh, Julius Randle, 19 and 10 in the Knicks victory. Don't worry. I took Orlando Magic last night with all the movement with the Clippers. That didn't work out. San Antonio over Phoenix. You were asleep. The end of this game, I'm glad I stayed up. Phoenix led by 20. Now, Booker's not playing. Beal's not playing still. Can somebody tell me what's going on? We're this is we're like four games in, and guys aren't playing. Everywhere. Beal hasn't played at all yet. Beal hasn't played at all. Booker played one game, got hurt. Uh, Keldon Johnson with a late steal against Durant, Kevin Durant, and laid it in. He had 27 last night. 115-114. It was the only lead of the game for the Spurs with wow. 1.2 seconds to go. Um, Durant had 26, but the 20 point deficit in Phoenix, the crowd was stunned. Victor, I, I watched it. I wanted to watch Victor one He's a rookie. He's pretty good. Not great. He, his numbers weren't incredible last night. In fact, I don't think he scored till late in the first half. Um, but when he scored, he went around Durant and went up. Somebody tried to challenge him at the rim. His armpit was at rim level when he ducked it, <laughs> dunked the ball. It was incredible. And the Clippers, as you mentioned, beat Orlando 118-102. Paul George 27, Russell Westbrook 18. Paolo Bancaro had 15 to lead the Magic. When 15 leads your team in scoring in the NBA, not good. Well, when you're playing a Clippers team and Kawhi Leonard puts up eight points, eight points. you should win. Eight Unacceptable. Points, eight points, eight rebounds for Kawhi. Uh, James Harden was in the building. He was sitting on over on the sidelines watching the game. I expect him to play tonight. Clippers at the Lakers tonight. Welcome to the Clippers. ESPN, Lakers are six-point favorites. I love the Lake show tonight, by the way. Mm-hmm. I love the Lakers, given the six. Uh, early game on ESPN, New Orleans, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, three and a half. Give me the thunder there as well. I'll give some points tonight. Why not? Speaking of point spreads, it's time. Woo-hoo. Still no music. No, I'm not 500 yet. So I don't get so, the reward of music until I get to 500. So we'll have music next season. That's what you're uh, I'm thinking in three weeks oh, we'll have music. God. I'm going against you this week. I, That's I don't a good think, call. I, I think it's over. That's I, a good I just, call. I just don't think. I thought bounce back last week. I was completely wrong. Let's get it going. Scooter spread selections. Let's start 
Tomorrow night, Tennessee, and I've updated the spreads here just during the break. How many um, how many games we got this week? Um, fourteen. Okay, four so teams two on, teams on, on by. Yeah, four, four teams, teams are on yeah. by. So, are you going to go ahead and predict your record? Is that what you're thinking? Um, you conservatively should, eight and six. You should say seven and seven. Eight and six, just, and and nah. just hope for the best. I'm shooting for the stars. Eight and six. Tennessee at your Pittsburgh Steelers on Amazon Prime tomorrow night. Steelers are now two and a half point favorites. <laughs> Beautiful. I was going to take them at three. I know. I'm not going to hesitate at two and a half. Scooter takes. I can write that Pittsburgh in ink for the rest of the year. I think. <laughs> I uh, didn't pick them once. Germany game Sunday. Boy, what a game Germany got here. Mm-hmm. Right, Miami and Kansas City, both teams six and two. NFL Network, get up, get your breakfast at, at, in Frankfurt uh, because nine thirty a.m. on the NFL Network. Kansas City is a two-point favorite. Oh. I hate that line. <laughs> I hate that line so much. I wanted to go Miami this week, but I, I mean, I think Kansas City bounces back. Shows Germany what the Chiefs are all about. It is a bounce back week for uh, the Chiefs. Yeah. One o'clock games, Minnesota at Atlanta. Again, it's Jaron Hall at quarterback for the Vikings. You're going to have to Google it because I don't know who he is. And Taylor Heineke, former commander. For Atlanta, both teams are four and four. Atlanta is a five-point favorite uh, at home. I'm going to go with Atlanta here just based on the fact that they've got Heineke, who's not a great quarterback, but he's far from a bad quarterback. He's been serviceable throughout his time in the NFL. He was good at Washington mm-hmm. when he ha- when he was thrown into the mix there, and now with uh, Desmond Ritter being benched, he'll uh, get the start. Seattle at Baltimore, this is an underrated game. Seattle's five and two. You don't People don't think that, but they are. Uh, the Ravens have been playing great. They're six and two, and they're five and a half point favorites. I'm going to go with Baltimore here. I think they continue to keep it rolling. So far, Scooter, uh, not taking the advice of the texter who said take all the points you've given in all four games Yikes. so far. I'm going to switch that up. <laughs> Arizona, you're not switching. It. You going to switch it? No, I'm not. No, no okay. I'm just oh, per- starting now. Oh, okay, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to start now. The one and seven Arizona Cardinals at Cleveland. Uh, the Browns are uh, four and three. They're doing the best they can. They're eight point favorites against the uh, Cardinals. I'll roll with Arizona. There you go. That's, that's that's showing them. Rams at Green Bay. Both teams well under five hundred. Green Bay's three at home. Wait, Green Bay's favored by three? Yes. Seriously? I'll take the Rams in that all day. Why would I lie? I just thought maybe you read it wrong. No, I didn't. I did just recheck it just to make sure, but no, I didn't read it That wrong. seems wild. Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield at Houston and uh, C.J. Stroud. Both teams three and four here. Houston is a two-and-a-half point favorite at home. I'll roll with the Bucks there. Two-and-a-half? Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Houston's as good as everybody's thinking they are. They're still – I mean, they were a terrible team last year. They've had a couple nice wins, but yep. I think Tampa Bay wins this. Um, Washington at New England. The commander's been trading people left and right. Uh, the Patriots still stink, but New England is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home over the commanders. Uh, just because it doesn't. That's weird. Ju- yeah, just because it doesn't make sense. I'll take Washington here. Chicago at New Orleans. Um, yeah, that's that's just an ugly game. New Orleans is 4-4, four and four, though. They have a shot to win the division. <laughs> They're a seven and a half point. It's a bad division. They're seven and a half point favorites. New Orleans is? Yeah. Chicago. Over, Chicago. Over the Bears. That seems like a good spot for Chicago. You like the hook there? Yeah. 
405 game, Indianapolis, my Indianapolis Colts. Actually, they're my Tennessee Titans, but uh, Indianapolis Colts, three and four at Carolina. Carolina got their first win last week. Colts are two and a half on the road against their former coach, Frank Reich, who's the head man in Carolina now. Man, Indy's one of those teams. I have no idea what to make out of Indy. But it's, um, it's a Frank Reich revenge game here. Yeah, you just talked me into taking uh, whoever they're playing. Who are they playing? Carolina. Yeah. And I'm getting two or two and a half? Two and a hook. Okay. Late game, 425. Giants at Las Vegas. Raiders are a mess right now. New uh, interim coach. They're going to start Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. The Giants just stink. They gave away that game to the Jets last week. Boy, that's a game you don't want to watch. Vegas is one and a half point favorite. It was two and a half. The turmoil has dropped it to one and a half over the Giants. I'm going to say forget the turmoil, and I'm going to roll with Las Vegas. I mean, I'm with you. Giants stink. They can't score. Surely yeah. Vegas can win this game. Game of the week, Dallas at Philadelphia. Cowboys, their two losses have been embarrassing losses. They got killed by San Francisco. They got killed by Arizona. Maybe they just don't want to play that division. Philadelphia is 7-1 and one and a three-point favorite in the late window game on Sunday. Oh, man. And it's where? Trevor Kelsey's Eagles are three. It's at Philadelphia? Yes. I think this game's probably a push, but I will roll with the home team here. Give me the Eagles. You can, you can take push. <laughs> Why would I do that? It can't hurt your record. <laughs> 820 Sunday Night Football. We got a good one. Buffalo and Cincinnati. Five and three Bills, four and three, and red hot Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals two point favorites at home. Jalen oh, Hurts it. against Joe Burrow. Or, uh, not Jalen Hurts. I know what you mean. Josh Allen. Josh Allen against uh, I'm gonna, Joe Burrow. I'm going to roll with the Bengals. I've watched them the last couple of weeks. They're really starting to play better. Joe Burrow has been incredible. The, at yeah. least last week he was. And, and the Bills have really been a disappointment. So I'm going to roll with Cincinnati. I don't understand. Buffalo. I don't either. I don't either. I don't understand them. Even when Josh Allen looks good. The games are always close, and you feel like they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Monday night football. Let me snore now. <laughs> Chargers at Jets. Oof. Oof. Three and four L.A. Chargers. Four and three, believe it or not, New York Jets. ESPN, ABC, Chargers on the road, three-point favorites. I'm going to roll with the Jets here. I, I just think Zach Wilson – he, too, has been playing better, although it's hard to play worse than he did at the beginning of the season or when he got thrust into there. But, yeah, give me the Jets at the three there. All right, so those are Scooter's selections in which he took seven favorites and seven underdogs. There you go. Did I really? That's awesome. <laughs> so you, That was planned. The texter probably wants to bet you in each of those games <laughs> where you gave the point. Maybe that's <sighs> how I can make some money. The uh, six-pack will become unsponsored. It's back to being the unsponsored six-pack since I went three and three last week. Unsponsored six-pack will be back Saturday. Tomorrow we'll get Tony and Big Al the Fish's five NFL locks for Wait, the week. You so. mean Friday, right? I'm not going to be here Saturday. Did I say Saturday? You did, yeah. <laughs> Guess who, is, who else isn't going to be here Saturday? You. I got the itinerary for my first Bellarmine road trip oh, yeah? yesterday. That's a lot of air miles. You got to sign up for a rewards program. I of probably some sort. should, shouldn't I? Yeah. Get you some free vacations out of it. Um, practice Saturday at 8 a.m., 10 30, depart for the airport, 12 25, fly to Chicago. Mm. Get to Chicago at 105, 
Central Time. Three over a three hour layover in Chicago. Yikes. Fly from Chicago to Seattle, land in Seattle just before seven o'clock, which is ten PM. So we're gonna leave at noon and land at ten PM Eastern time. That's a whole lot of airport. Better have your uh, laptop and computer charged up. Watch some sports. I downloaded three movies on my phone today. Okay. Uh, off Netflix. Uh, I downloaded Anchorman, which I've seen. I've seen. But I downloaded two movies I haven't seen. A Man Called Otto. Oh, that's really good, too. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. God, the guy that hasn't seen any movies. And you've seen I was it. really excited about that when it came out. Tom Hanks. Um, so I downloaded that, and I downloaded a movie I've never seen. And I'm ashamed to say I've never seen it. Gladiator. Okay. No, now, I'm Gladiator. No, I've never seen Gladiator. No. Russell Crowe. Now, do you have Netflix on or not? Is it Netflix? That's why I downloaded it. Do you have Netflix on your phone? Yes. Or no. Yeah? Yeah. So download The Saint of Second Chances and watch that on your way. It's about. Well, I, I downloaded three movies to watch. It's I about. Think I'm good. Well, no, you'll love it. It's about Bill Vec and his son, Mike, who. Went through his own issues with Major League Baseball. It's it's awesome. I watched. Well, it I want to watch day. Beck. Have you watched Beckham? I, not yet. I, I thought about starting it, but I haven't. I want to watch Beckham. Yeah. Uh, my wife and daughter have watched Stranger Things. So do I download that and start it? Because Whew, that's a big commitment. I got a lot of bus trips coming up to Arkansas and Northern Indiana. And I do think you would like Stranger Things. It's confusing at first, but it's good. Uh, confusing is not good for me. <laughs> it all makes sense in the end. It's not good for me. Tony Burke with the text, Gladiator's awesome. <laughs> There's a lot of options, man. Yeah. There's a lot of I I had it on my laptop and I, I got I put Netflix on my laptop yesterday and you can't I, I can't figure out how to download movies onto the laptop. Mm. Even with the app. So I had to do it on my phone, which is a as you can see, Scooter, a very not that big of a screen. No. Right? Going to have to bring your reading glasses. Oh, I got them. I always got them. <laughs> you know why I always got them? Because you can't see. Because I, I always need them. <laughs> All right. Uh, college football this weekend. Number one, Georgia hosts Missouri. That's a 3.30 CBS game. Georgia 15 and a half. Early thoughts there? Um, I mean. Missouri 7 and 1. I would be apt to go with Georgia there. Georgia's looked good last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Yeah, they've gotten it together a little bit. The 7:30 NBC game. <laughs> Purdue at Michigan. Yuck. 32 and a half. That's the same spread Penn State Indiana was last week. Mm-hmm. And that's on national TV. That's actually a point higher. NBC. That's a point higher than the spread for Indiana Michigan was. It was only 31 and a half for our game. Ohio State at Rutgers, 18 and a half. I mean, these higher-ranked teams, they got some big spreads. Florida State at Pitt. Florida State's 21 and a half. Pitt's two and six. How did they beat Louisville? (laughs) How did they beat Louisville with Louisville even playing bad? The answer is Jawar Jordan got hurt and didn't play. Jawar Jordan has been unbelievable. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Game of the week, I think, Washington at USC. Washington is only a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. In Los Angeles. That is uh, game of the week, along with maybe LSU Alabama. Tony Burke will join me tomorrow. We'll uh, get all his picks, along with Big Al the Fish, 
and uh, talk a lot of college football tomorrow. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cardage. Thanks for listening. The Big X.